0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. A handful of other things, but first, let's begin this hour. Zine with the passing of Sinead O'Connor
1: this yeah, morning. Yeah, I was super sad to hear this yesterday. I, you know, when her song
0: was huge
1: and ever, I just thought, That she was the most beautiful. I just remember that video of her, bald, with these big, beautiful eyes. And I just thought she was so stunning and so incredibly talented. Yes. And I just loved that song. I just
0: loved that song. Nothing compares to you.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it was very sad to hear that she died yesterday at the age of 56. Family announcing the passing, but didn't reveal the cause of death. But everybody seems to be betting uh, it was suicide. She had a history of mental health struggles and her 17-year-old son, Shane, took his own life last year. She posted last week that she has been, quote, living as an undead night creature since his death. Best known, of course, for Nothing Compares to You, a song that was written by Prince. 1990s when that was a number one hit. She would later reveal she wasn't a fan of Prince as a person. She was just as well known for taking moral and political stands. She was pretty fine. I mean, she was brave. The things oh, that, yeah. Whoo, uh, same year, Nothing Compares made her a star. She refused to appear on an episode of Saturday Night Live because Andrew Dice Clay was hosting. Summer after, she wouldn't allow a New Jersey concert venue to play the national anthem before one of her shows, after which Frank Sinatra threatened to kick her in the ass. Nice. I know. 1991, she joined Public Enemy in boycotting the Grammys to protest the Gulf War. And then in 1992... This is the one that she was probably most well-known for. That's the big one. She was performing on Saturday Night Live. She sang an a cappella version of Bob Marley's War, changed some of the lyrics to reference child sexual abuse in the Catholic Church. And at the end of the song, she yelled, Fight the real enemy and ripped a picture of Pope John Paul II. Yep, That got her banned from SNL and caused a huge uproar.
0: National uproar. Even people who weren't Catholic were like, that's not cool.
1: Whoa. They were like, whoa. Even Madonna called it inappropriate. Mm. Um, Although some would say, especially in hindsight, she might have been a little bit ahead of her time. Yeah. Sadly, her career never fully recovered, although her memoir from 2021 called Rememberings and last year's documentary, Nothing Compares, did help restore her legacy a bit. Irish president Michael Higgins called Sinead, quote, one of our greatest and most gifted composers, songwriters, and performers of recent decades. Mm. I think this is an interesting perspective from Morrissey, as everybody is paying tribute to Sinead O'Connor this morning. He is uh, upset about it. He says the industry and the media treated her like garbage when she was alive, only to put her on a pedestal now that she's gone. He said she was dropped by her label after selling 7 million albums for them. She became crazed, yes, but uninteresting, never. She had done nothing wrong. She had proud vulnerability. And there is a certain music industry hatred for singers who don't fit in. And they are never praised until death when finally they can't answer back. All true. He said you praise her now only because it is too late. You hadn't the guts to support her when she was alive and she was looking for you. Music CEOs who had put on their most charming smile as they refused her for their roster are queuing up to call her a feminist icon. And 15-minute celebrities and goblins from hell and record labels of artificially aroused diversity are squeezing into Twitter to Twitter their jibber-jabber when it was you who talked Sinead into giving up because she refused to be labeled and she was degraded as those few who move the world are always degraded. That's great. I know, that really is. Yeah. That really
0: is. Um, yeah, that, uh, that documentary that she was in. Right. And then, the and then her memoirs, I I, I feel like she was somewhat public right before her son committed suicide. And, you know, as, as, as was pointed out, it sort of helped restore her legacy. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like people really started coming around to her in her later later days. But I mean, my God, it's been 30 years. There was quite a, a tribute last night at the Pink concert. Which is cool. Yeah, Pink and Brandy Carlisle sang Nothing Compares to You, which was, even though Sinead O'Connor didn't write it, it was her biggest it was her hit. Song. Yeah. Uh, wrong one. Here we go. I won't play the whole thing, I'll play like a minute or two of it.
2: It's
0: Beautiful. They put that together in a matter of hours. That's
1: what blows my mind is the insane talent of these people. You know the band and you know the singers that they can just
2: switch it. Yeah, Yeah. and
1: and come out and just be so incredible with. Mm -hmm.
2: I wonder if that's something maybe she used to cover back in the day. You know, like when they were doing like their club gigs back in the day, like Bogarts. Maybe because they don't have enough music to full. Fill a whole set. Yeah. So she's like, I know the song. You we know the do do song?
0: I know the song. Let's do it Let's together. Let's do it together. Let's do a couple run throughs. We got this. Well, yeah. I
2: will tell you, that was pretty good. But I was
1: at a new kids on the block show <laughs> the day that Michael Jackson died.
2: How Let did me they tell do? you.
1: Oh, they, they had a whole thing. They were all wearing one glove.
2: They oh. They had like they-, they
1: were dancing. Wow! It, it was, I'm it was sad something. that you missed Joe
2: McIntyre last Friday. I know at the Ludlow garage. garage. Did you? Have you heard
1: any reviews? Did you My know anybody that Sally went?
2: Went and she paid for the VIP experience, and she said he was incredible. It's a very
0: small place, so oh. intimate, intimate. So the VIP there probably is like literally right there. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> she got to meet him. I'll, I'll share
1: Good for them. her. Yes, I want to see pic. the picture.
0: Well, now that uh, Kevin Spacey was found not guilty in that sexual assault trial in the UK, what now for him? Are we going to see him in a bunch of roles or is he going to go a little lawsuit crazy? Mm.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Kevin Spacey was found not guilty. A uh, London jury found him not guilty of all nine sexual misconduct charges he was facing. All nine. Yeah, that is... Seven counts of sexual assault. One count of forcing a person to engage in sexual activity without consent. And one count of forcing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity. And all of these incidents allegedly involve four separate victims and happened between 2004 and 2013 when Spacey was the artistic director of a London theater. Hmm. Uh, After the verdict, Spacey said he was enormously grateful to the jury and humbled by the outcome of the trial. And yesterday also just happened to be Kevin Spacey's 64th birthday. And he hit the town last night. (laughs) Really? Or you're just guessing? No, he he, He he went out. Yeah, he went out to celebrate last night.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Now, I guess my question is this. You know, he lost his role on House of Cards House of Cards on Netflix yeah. which was a
1: huge oh my God.
0: monstrous success for Netflix
2: Oh it was
1: and I he had to be making a few bucks there
2: That show was I mean before he left I would say that that was one of the best shows that I have ever watched
0: Never mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I mean just because it I felt like it opened my eyes to so many things
0: Well I I mean it put Netflix on the map It did. Yeah. It did. For their original programming. Right. In terms of original programming, prior to that, it was just kind of a movie rental service on a streaming platform. So my question is this, you know, all of the people who blacklisted him Mm. for obvious reasons, you know, does this mean he'll ever, his career will ever be able to recover again? And if not, is this guy going to file some lawsuits against those who fired him before he was proven guilty yeah
1: that's what's so hard about all of these kinds of cases you know it it's it would just be here's what i want if they did it it has to be so obvious You know, I don't want any of this did he or didn't he? He either. I want clear cut every single time because here's the gray area that you're in. I mean, once those accusations have been made and then you're found not guilty, there's still going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, eh, I think he just I think he did and he
2: just got away with it. right? Also, it's like it's hard because as a victim, you feel this way. But if a jury doesn't that like I still feel this way as a victim do you know what I mean like you're he's, still
1: sitting there going this happened to me yes
2: he's not guilty to me you know something happened
0: yeah I struggle with that because you know I'm, I'm a survivor of sexual abuse when I was a child that I've talked about on this show and I I didn't talk about it until well into adulthood because I never would have been able to prove it Mm-hmm. That's a fact, mm-hmm. and and I knew that, so I I, I was just too t- and, and and I understood I was old enough to understand the skepticism mm-hmm. and what that would unleash for me at that age, right? Because I was young, I was uh, nine or, nine or ten years old, yeah, and I I distinctly remember one day. I don't think I've ever told you this. After that happened, I was standing in the... You know, like when they have the car line, when they're picking the kids up from mm-hmm. school. There, So there was another younger girl who had special needs who alleged that the elementary school principal had molested her. And so her mother obviously you know went public and mm-hmm. publicly accused him and there it was a big town scandal mm-hmm. again you know her word against his mm-hmm. and he ultimately kept his job but i overheard uh, some parents talking to one of the faculty members about how that crazy woman referring to the child's mother mm. uh You know, how dare she assault the character of such a respected man? Oh, yeah. And that's all I needed to hear. That was it. Yeah. 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 So what that did for me, you know, at least at that age was it made me not trust the system.
1: Well, and, you know, let, let's let say this, the system back then was far more broken than the system is now. I think people I are, so. you know, I hope so too, but I, you know, I hope that people who have these things happening to them do come forward, you know, please, right. please do.
0: Which uh, is one know. of the reasons why I talk about it. Right, right. So, so it'll be interesting to see what, what, happens, what you know, happens, what he with does. What Kevin Spacey. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, on the other side of that, I do feel bad for those that are accused unjustly. You know, that didn't right. do anything. Absolutely. It's like, and it's like, okay, so at, at what point do we decide, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now that he's been cleared by a jury of his peers, does that mean we go ahead and just go with what the jury said and we look at Kevin Spacey and say he didn't do it?
0: Yeah. Is he entitled <laughs> to some kind of reparations?
1: Is he no. entitled to reparations? Does he, you know, everybody should, should everybody start hiring? I, I feel like Hollywood's going to hire him. I did. Just say. because. Well, oh, yeah. look at Woody. What's his face?
2: Allen. Oh my God.
1: If you didn't watch that, Woody Allen. Um, that was. The opening. Yeah. The by, what, a, it, what a documentary, documentary about, him. about him on, wasn't it on HBO? If that doesn't make you go, oh my god.
2: And look at he has
1: not suffered.
2: It feels like Hollywood is more forgiving for multiple things. You know, abuse included. Mm-hmm. It right. just feels that way. I mean, as someone that watches people go from drug addiction and crime to whatever, mm-hmm. it feels like they... They, as a Hollywood thing, often forgive people.
0: True. Yep. On the, on the other hand, it's hard to unring that bell. Right. Yep.
2: Right. It's just a horrible
1: position for everybody. Yeah, I see <laughs> both sides of it. So
0: it, yeah. it'll be that much more interesting to see what happens.
1: Yeah. Will you watch his movies if he comes back and he's in something?
0: Because there are people he's that a phenomenal actor. I'll give him
1: that. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people that can't listen to Michael Jackson music.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's the latest on Kevin Spacey.
1: That's where we are there. Yeah. Be interesting to see what the next moves are. So Taylor Swift was in Kansas City the weekend after she was here. She sure was. Wasn't it? All right. That was her next stop on the tour. And Chief Star Travis Kelsey was there and he had a plan. Really? He was on a podcast recently and he told his brother on his podcast, New Heights, he told his brother, Jason, who plays for the Eagles, that he wanted to give Taylor a friendship bracelet with his number on it, but he couldn't get past her security. He said, I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. So I was a little butthurt. I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. It's not clear what number was on the bracelet. Jason asked him if he meant his phone number or his jersey number, which is 87, and he said, you know which one. You know which one. I'm guessing phone number. I
2: watched that clip, though, and he said that she doesn't talk, like, at all. I I, I think I was aware of that. Like, she doesn't talk the whole day. Did you guys know that? That she, the whole day of her show. Like, no air past the vocal cords? Yeah, she doesn't talk at all the day of her show. Wow. Outside of, um... What's that warm-up called? Or whatever. Sound check. check. Sound check. Sound check's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine... Not talking at all. I've done all that. Day. I can't. I can't. I've done Not silent. Me. I know, right? I got a word quota.
1: You would never. You would never survive a, a Dude, silent retreat. Yes. I've done them.
2: When my my cousins and I used to play the quiet game for a quarter, I always lost.
0: You're like I'm it's out. just a quarter. No, I was
2: like, how long do we have to go without talking? Oh, but I already lost. So what yeah. are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My friends always have to check in with me because I'm the quietest one in the group. Whenever we're whenever we're in a gathering. Are you still
2: awake, Jeff?
0: Oh, I am. I'm just
2: with your eyes open. I'm enjoying
0: the company and I'm listening. (laughs) You know, I talk for a living. I'm sick of hearing the sound of my own voice at the end of the show. Let someone else else. do the talking. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's your latest C news. Anything else on that front? Anything else you wanted Uh, to squeeze in?
1: I don't think there's anything all that interesting.
0: All right, uh, the man. only thing that I saw is uh, Netflix. We have a date now for the three-part Depp versus Heard docu series, oh. and it's going to be out Wednesday, August sixteenth. The trailer is that already seemed. out. The trailer's out today. And is yeah. this with the cooperation of one or I don't more know. of them? Or? I have not think stopped. so. We'll have to watch uh, the trailer and see, yeah. but that will be interesting. Yeah, okay. because they they do a really nice job with those court little, shows. Yeah, yeah. On, on Netflix recently. All right, that's your latest E-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with the Whitewater Express car wash prize pack. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson.